Good morning, and thanks for joining me this morning. Well, we're taking a look at Psalm 96, so if you have a, a Bible nearby, uh, grab it and, and read along with me. We're going to read the entire psalm. Psalm 96. O sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. T tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. Well, Psalm 96 is a psalm of great joy, and it's one of the enthronement psalms. That is a psalm which considers the kingly reign of God. Uh, we have a string of these psalms in Psalms 95 to 99, and often they include the phrase, the Lord reigns, as does Psalm 96 in verse 10. Uh, if this psalm was written by King David, uh, as many of the psalms were, one of the joy-filled times in which David celebrated the reign of God as king is recorded in 1 Chronicles chapters 15 and 16, and also in 2 Samuel chapter 6. Recorded there is the return of the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem from its temporary resting place in the house of Obed-Edom. Thousands of the Israelites were gathered. There was great shouting and the sound of the horn and trumpets and cymbals and harps and lyres. King David himself was dancing and celebrating. In 1 Chronicles 16, David composed a psalm for this glorious occasion. And a portion of that psalm in 1 Chronicles 16, verses 23 to 33, are repeated here in Psalm 96, verses 1 to 9. So I would certainly argue for David as the author of Psalm 96 in the setting as the return of the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem. But regardless, Psalm 96, as James Boyce writes, is a joyful hymn to the God of Israel as king and an invitation to the nations of the world to join Israel in praising him. It is also, verses 10 to 13, prophecy of a future day when God will judge the entire world in righteousness. Commentator Derek Kidner suggests we consider the psalm in three sections. Verses 1 to 6, he titles, The King's Glory. Verses 7 to 9, The King's Due. In verses 10 to 13, the king's coming. So first, the king's glory. King David is so excited for King Jehovah's glory 
that six imperatives or commands occur in the opening three verses. Three times we're commanded, sing to the Lord. And then there is one call each to bless his name, to tell of his salvation from day to day, to declare his glory among the nations. Verse four, God is great and greatly to be praised. In other words, God is worthy of our praise. And he is to be feared, that is revered and worshiped above all gods. Verse five, the gods of the people are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. And the word translated worthless idol is Elohim, which literally means a no thing, a non-entity, nothing. And in the Hebrew, there's a play on words going on here for the word gods is Elohim. So the Hebrew text is saying the Elohim are Elohim. The worthless gods are nothing. Therefore, the Lord Jehovah reigns. He is king. In verses 7 to 9, the king is due his glory. In verses 7 to 9, ascribe to the Lord is repeated three times in correspondence to the threefold sing to the Lord in verses 1 to 3. Ascribe means to give. These verses are a call to give God glory, to give him offerings, to give him worship. And then finally, verses 10 to 13 are a reminder that the great king judges with equity and righteousness and faithfulness. C.S. Lewis, in his reflections on the Psalms, tells us that in the ancient world, judges usually had to be bribed. And right judgment was very hard to come by, especially for the weak and the poor and the disadvantaged in any way. But God, on the other hand, judges rightly and faithfully. Ultimately, the conclusion of Psalm 96 is messianic. It points ahead to the return of Christ, when we will all be judged rightly for our sins. But here's the good news about that judgment. God gave us an escape from sin's punishment. He placed the punishment upon his son, Jesus. Jesus is returning as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And there will be a time of great judgment. But for those who trust in Christ, there's also coming a time of perfect righteousness. When according to Revelation 19, we will join with a great multitude of believers and sing Hallelujah. For the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. The Lord reigns. He reigned in eternity past. Whether we believe it or not, He reigns now. He will reign for all eternity future. The questions we must ask are ones like this. Do we allow the Lord to reign over our lives? Does He rule our daily living? Does the fact that God is king make a difference in how you and I live each day? And do we ascribe to him the glory due his name? Do we? Well, let's pray together. Oh Lord, we praise you for being our savior. But do we invite you to be our Lord? We're grateful for salvation, but are we willing to let you be king 
of each day. Forgive us when we seek to be our own Lord. Forgive us when we fail to submit to your will. Forgive us when we do not give you the glory due your name. We do praise you for salvation. We do praise you for the joy that is ours in knowing we will praise you and reign with you for all eternity. But we also submit to you. Come and reign over our lives. To you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be all glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you all. I hope you have a wonderful week. Goodbye.